This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. The following program is not a current affairs or news program and is based on personal opinions. Next, it's Liberty Now On Air, discussions from a libertarian perspective. And welcome to Liberty Now, the show for discerning minds and common sense. We seek the truth and can think for ourselves. I'm your host, John Bird. Thank you for stopping by. I'll be here with you every Saturday at 10 p.m. looking at the headlines, asking questions, and dropping truth bombs. This week, I'll be taking you out on the street with me for a sort of man-on-the-street interview. I went to the Worldwide Demonstration or Worldwide Rally for Freedom where we had probably two or three hundred protesters out at the Bridge of Remembrance, downtown Christchurch. And uh, they were protesting government overreach or overreaction to, uh, with regard to lockdowns over the pandemic, over COVID. And this was uh, one location out of about 183 I saw online. Um, all on the same weekend, these protests were happening all over the world. And so it was really interesting to go um, see it in person. I'm going to take you out there, and interview some of the people, see what they thought, and just sort of get a feel for it. I'm also going to play uh, one of the speeches from well, one of the speakers there. So without further ado, let's go. And um, thank you for coming. Thanks for such an awesome turnout. Thank God for a good day. God's on our side. Hey, this is John with Liberty Now, LibertyNow.com, and Liberty Now on Air with Plains FM 96.9. And I'm here at Worldwide Demonstration Day, and this is all about uh, people protesting or reacting to uh, government reaction to the COVID virus and lockdowns and looking at know other ways of dealing with it dealing with the pandemic there are a lot of people here I, I don't know how many we've got right now maybe maybe uh, say a couple hundred I'm just gonna go around and just see what other people think it's all about so I'm just getting some opinions from other attendees at the event it's a worldwide rally for freedom sir did you hear about this event before it happened or did you just kind of wander across it I heard it on the internet is there a website that you uh, know of or was it just on social media social media yeah Okay. Uh, what is this event all about, in your opinion? Well, it's just, it's just showing the uh, disapproval of the government, what they're doing. Eroding our liberties, taking them off us. Yeah, um, specifically regarding like what, what, what sort of uh, liberties do you, do you feel are being threatened? Well, basically um, vaccinated healthy people and children that really aren't sick. And... And, and, and imposing a vaccine that's not been proven uh, safe or effective. That seems to be a, a recurring theme. Are there are there any other um, issues that are going on uh, that you're concerned about? Yes, the farmers, the groundswell, and what the government's doing to the farmers isn't on. Um, 
it's just crazy, you know. Have you heard of uh, Agenda 21 or 2030? I have, I have. Yeah. Do you think that uh, some of these events are related to that, of that uh, document? Yes, I do believe so. Yeah, definitely. It's all, it's all entwined. It's, it's just like a road plan. Are there any websites or, or recommended reading you would have for people looking to get more information? Websites, there's heaps, there's heaps. Um, oh, brand YouTube, I'd recommend brand YouTube. Um, Vernon Coleman on brand YouTube. Um, there's lots of doctors out there. Uh, Sherry Tenpenny, um, Dr. Batar, uh, Mike Yeadon, have a look at him. Uh, good. Um, uh, Vanderbosch, have a look at him. There's lots, lots of doctors are speaking out against this. Sounds like you've been doing um, a lot of research yourself. Uh, have you talked to uh, other friends and family, and, and what sort of reaction have you been getting from them uh, when you talk about these issues? It's all about information war. Uh, you're not getting the information on mainstream, so they're not. They're only hearing the narrative from from the other side. Thank you very much. Appreciate One of the protesters here, I see his sign says, uh, Jacinda, 1984 was a warning, not an instruction manual, and rushed mandated vaccines, the most irresponsible medical experiment in human history. So tell me, sir, what are you doing here today? I'm worried about the future that we're heading to, and we're heading to it quicker than I ever would have imagined. I mean, this is uh, way faster than I thought people would accept absurdities. And, and what exactly is the absurdity that you're protesting? Well, there are many, but the current one is giving vaccines, mandating vaccines, not only giving them, it's mandating them when they, there are alternatives that nobody mentions. In order to get the vaccine, to e even get the emergency use authorization, they needed to have no alternatives. That's the only way you do it. Right, and I, I have heard of other alternatives, uh, certain drugs that seem to have been effective. Um, have you read about that as well? I've read uh, research of both ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, as well as just, you know, plain vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc. And so many experts agree on this. So many studies done. They are safe because they have been used for decades. So there's no problem of safety. And efficacy, there's more evidence of efficacy of those than there is of efficacy of the vaccine. And safety, of course, they're, you know, way above vitamin D, uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. They've all been used for decades with no significant adverse effects. And so not only are they safer by orders of magnitude, they're also more effective as research shows. Yet, uh, again, in order to get the vaccine authorized, they have to hide those. It sounds like you've been doing your research. Um, you've been looking into this for a while. I have. I don't like just believing whatever I see, and that's the problem. People just, they hear something and they say, ah, that must be true. No, don't believe me. Look for yourself. Look at the studies yourself. Don't, I'm, no, I'm not here as an expert. I'm here as a person who reads for myself, and I ask that everybody read for themselves and not expect, accept whatever doctor, whatever the government tells you that experts say or experts agree. They do not agree. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I see quite a few people here, but uh, the overall theme seems to be that uh, we've been not getting the whole story with regard to uh, the vaccines or the pandemic itself. And uh, 
think, questioning at least the narrative that we've been given. Um, can you summarize, like, what, what is this event all about? Well, really, I think it's a time in New Zealand history that our communities need to come together and work together and stop the silencing of critics, stop the silencing of debate, and just really hash out the issues that are facing our country and the world right now. Um, because I believe if we don't, we're going to lose our freedoms and, and our way of life. And, and what is the debate specifically? What are those things that we're protesting against? Um, what are the like top two things that we're critical of? Um, we're really protesting against the centralisation of power that we're seeing going on in this country and the lack of discussion between our politicians and the people. Um, and just, uh, I, we believe that the government is not serving the people anymore. It's, it's not a true democracy and we need to reinstate democracy in this country. I think some of the recommendations would be that we need um, public consultation uh, with our communities. But I think the main thing though is it's not... Um, it's believe, the communities themselves need to believe, them, believe in themselves enough to get together and, and just take the reins back because I think um, <laughs> political establishment's just out of touch and it's, it's no longer fit for purpose. We actually need to have these really real conversations that, um, you know, how do we want our government to look in this country? How do we want to be governed in this country? It's, I think it's really come down to that. And where can people find out more uh, about your work or what you're doing? Um, I'm establishing the New Zealand Patriots Alliance, um, and that's in cahoots with um, our neighbours, the Australian Patriots Alliance in Australia, um, just as a, an HQ really for freedom groups so that people can come to us to access um, information and to access alternative media platforms and to access um, freedom-based groups. Um, you know, there, there are so many in New Zealand right now. Um, there are those from the rural sector, like Groundswell, um, like AAG, um, and the Rural Advocacy Network. Um, there's Voices for Freedom. Uh, there's um, uh, the Heterodoxy Society, which is in North Canterbury. Do you see all these things being linked to uh, a bigger agenda? Um, you may have heard of Agenda 21, for example. Do you think that, like, Groundswell is sort of a reaction to some of those policies that have been coming out of Agenda 21 or 2030? Oh, definitely. The, the rural community in New Zealand is really onto it. I mean, they've been aware of this for many, many years, I believe. Um, and it didn't take much to look around at the Groundswell protest and actually see uh, the fact that, that farmers know there were signs everywhere regarding Agenda 21, uh, communism and, and things like that and I you know, um, it's just people are sick of the mainstream media too, rubbishing people, saying things are conspiracy when anyone can go out and read these documents themselves, anyone can ascertain the information from um, the UN itself um, yeah, and we don't want that in New Zealand. We don't want global, a globalist agenda for our country. We want the people of this country to determine how they farm, how they live, and, and how their life's going to look. Excellent. Thanks, Heidi. And uh, is there a website or a Facebook page people can go to for more information? Um, right now, I would recommend uh, Voices for Freedom. They're doing a really good job. Um, also, I'd, I'd uh, recommend the Agricultural uh, Action Group with Heather, uh, Heather and Rob, who, who are manning that, um, and Groundswell, of course. And, um, yeah, and any, anybody can, can look them up. Okay, thank you very much.
That last speaker was Heidi Jensen Warren, who is the speaker you're going to hear in just a moment, who was addressing the audience there. If you're just tuning in, this is John Verd on Liberty Now On Air, 96.9 Plains FM in Christchurch. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes at Liberty Now On Air, and you can get the links, files, and show notes for this episode at libertynow.com. All right, let's listen to the speech. Um, it's wonderful to see so many people turning out. It's just awesome, and I hope these events gather in numbers as more and more people actually um, decide to access the information that we Next all week. need to be accessing. All right, I, like most of you, rather be doing a multitude of things today than doing a public speech. But unfortunately, in these times, we don't have the luxury of opting out. We actually care about our fundamental freedoms and preserving and maintaining a decent way of life. Um, so here I am, celebrating and coming together with millions of people around the world today as part of the worldwide demonstration. freedoms and right to enjoy a life free from excessive governmental overreach, interference in our day-to-day -day and family lives, and to acknowledge and take action as that chilling breeze of tyranny sets in around us. I wonder how many people these days start a conversation with, isn't it rather stunning that three weeks to flatten the curve and promises of this is all for your well-being has turned into a global struggle against something far worse than the initial threat of an unknown disease. We don't need to go far to see the diabolical actions of the respective state governments of our nearest and dearest neighbours in Australia. The barrage of constant lockdowns, assaults on incarceration of church members and leaders, the bullying tactics of police against countless innocent people and business owners, and the breakdown of trust between the people and authorities that are supposed to be there to serve and protect them has turned Australia into a place I no longer recognise. If you don't believe me, please do yourselves a service and watch Sky News Australia. Ellen Jones is a good start. Who has been working tirelessly to cover what is happening to the people of Australia under the excessive government overreaction. What is equally disturbing, however, in New Zealand is the complete degradation of our own mainstream media. It is clear to anybody with any sort of living memory of the complete switch from them being sort of an average for the state for many, many years to being an utter, disturbingly apparent propaganda merchant for our government. It is hard to regard New Zealand as a functioning democracy currently when the only fourth estate we really now have is alternative media platforms, citizen journalism, and the increasing number of professionals and workers from various backgrounds uh, coming out to tell their stories and share their insight into what is really going on at the coalface. The suppression of and censorship of just about anybody, yep. including vaccinologists, experienced doctors, immune specialists, nurses, care workers, water workers, everyday people who have lost loved ones, and yes they have, 
reactions after getting the you-know-what jab is alarming, to say the least. When in our country's history have we seen such an attack on our people's right to know, to inform consent, to having a health system that actually upholds the principle of doctors doing no harm? right to choice around medical interventions, procedures. And for goodness sake, they at least should know and be informed that they're taking part in an experiment. And I know it's hard to have these discussions, especially with those who would rather pretend it's all not happening, or those who still somehow believe that the talking heads on the telly the voices on the radio, and the, the politicians of all people are the bastions of truth. Yeah. <laughs> or that any one person or organisation should ever claim to be the only source of truth. Stalin! <laughs> because in the past, even let's say pre-2019 at least, Truth was something that stood up to scrutiny. Yes. Truth was something found after intense debate, research, analysis, investigation, and consulting with people from all sides of the story. As was science, once also regarded as a process, rather than a system or vehicle for advancing corporate or political agendas. Nevertheless, in 2021, we have the science. Rather than the upholding of scientific methodology, scientific scrutiny, transparency, advocating for thorough debate and discourse to actually allow the, con the continuation of scientific endeavor. Yes. Yes. Remember when those of you who are history buffs a long time ago, say the Middle Ages, churches silenced and condemned those scientists who challenged the status quo. And now we have the purging of all scientists through cancel culture and public ridicule and relentless attacks through the media who have stood up bravely against the tidal wave to voice their well-founded concerns. To, let, to stand alone and face the darkness takes the might of a lion. Be wary of those who seek to silence their critics. Yes. Yes. You have to always allow debate in science and politics, otherwise we will eventually face a future that looks little different to Communist China, Nazi Germany, oh, yeah. East Germany yeah. under the Stasi,
Girl, wasn't World War II supposed to be their war to end all wars? And yet, the lure of power is obviously too much for most of our bureaucrats, and the lure of unfathomable fortune and power completely overwhelming for the likes of our self-appointed technocratic kings. After all, it doesn't take much to see who has benefited most from this pandemic. It was not any of us plebs. The current war, it seems, is on the world as we knew it. We are not allowed, it seems, to ever go back to normal. Normal, after all, doesn't line the pockets of the select few. Normal doesn't deliver power to the select few. And normal does not allow for the great resets of our legal, health, financial and political system. However, there is hope because we the people, we the people of New Zealand and around the world can take this opportunity for a great reset of our own. world that we, the people, want to see. We can implement a system of direct democracy in New Zealand and see direct democracy in action. We already have the model. If you look to Switzerland, they already have a decentralised uh, system of government. And we can do it, but do it in a way that's applicable to Kiwis. Did you know that due to an independent report published on the 15th of July 2021, the UK government is actually no longer recommending the COVID jab to children and young people? a range of issues and then it found that there's an extremely low risk of the virus to children and the safety signals of serious health issues such as myocarditis and pericarditis in teens uh, obviously uh, means that the health benefits to children are very small compared to the risks uh, and there's highly uncertain benefits to the wide community community um, for vaccinating children and also they found that there's a lack of long-term safety data. Wow. So why in New Zealand, why is our government recommending and rolling this out to children from 12 and up? It's mind-blowing. After all, they will no doubt be rolling it out to kids under 12 uh, very soon. And actually they're rolling it out to unborn children right now through their mothers. The fear of a very treatable and mostly mild virus, remember? Jacinda Ardern actually said that in 2020, it's a mostly mild virus the majority of people. It has to stop. We have to get a grip on reality. The measures used around this one health issue alone uh, will be examined hopefully by future generations as the period in world history when the world actually went mad. Yeah. 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 
The history of quarantine has shown that society's best interest is served by not punishing the sick and the powerless, but by caring for them. And I'm proud to say that within my own family, we have a story of my forebears during the 1918 flu outbreak. They were simple farmers taking in returned servicemen who they didn't even know who had the flu and caring for them within their own home. Um, today they'd be vilified and probably reported to the authorities. What a sad turnaround. It's true that fear often overshadows reason amidst deadly uh, outbreaks. And yet the 1918 pandemic never locked down New Zealand. It never turned families against each other or created a division of vilified people like we see now. We have many issues in this country that we need to start talking openly and honestly about. A political relationship with the CCP, a government's adherence to globalist affiliations and commitments um, to overseas foreign interests rather than commitments to the New Zealand people and our way of life. We need to be talking about Hepuapua. I mean, how many people in this country even know what that document's about and what it means for our people? The threat posed the threat posed by a heavily censored and controlled mainstream media and the centralisation by this government of just about everything. I think health, the water reforms. I want to remind everybody that submissions on the hate speech reforms um, close on the 6th of August, so please do get your submissions in. After all, you won't have freedom, and yes, you continue to exercise and uphold them. We have a mental health pandemic that needs realistic and reasonable solutions. Yes! And the answers to these come from our communities, yes. not from our bureaucrats. Yes. We have so many health issues in this country that have not been given the light of day compared to the you-know-what. And of course, you'll hear but from the fewest elected officials or official experts appointed by our esteemed leaders. And I implore you to keep asking the very real question of why and how and search for answers that aren't designated to you by the Ministry of Truth. Yes. Yeah. This is New Zealand after all, not a script from Orwell's 1984. We deserve to be able to always scrutinise where the information is coming from and why. Truth, after all, stands up to scrutiny. If there is a silencing of critics, silencing of debate, silencing of the voices from those who are suffering, you need to hold this government to account and their appointed officials. After all, why, so why did I get up here in Yamaran? I could be enjoying the last vestiges of the school holidays, and I should be, and we all should be. I never thought in modern times that I'd have to be questioning the sanity and the moral integrity of our government. Yes. When we have people bypassing the basic, uh, basics of medical ethics to call for the participa participation of children 12 and up in a national experiment, 
I think enough is yes. enough. Yes. And like the rural people of New Zealand who came out in an outstanding recent display of unity, Um, with the groundswell howl of a protest as a community of men, women, children and their loyal dogs, this is the time that New Zealanders need to stop squabbling, stop the divisions. Turn off your TVs, throw your newspapers in the compost. And that's all we've got time for this episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Tune in next week at 10 p.m. on Saturday. And until then, be good and keep asking questions. <laughs>